All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is just a quick little uh, quick look from uh, his hard line. Nothing special, nothing formal. Um, every once in a while, I like to do this just kind of, you know, whenever I get a wild hair, you know where I like to try to kind of see what's going on. I try not to pay too much close attention to the, what's going on in news because a lot of it's noise. I'm not saying that a lot of it's fake, but remember, a lot of it's noise. So, um, it, uh, today, what's today? Today is the 7th, by the way, so welcome. And, um, yeah, so I try to stay away from stuff like Fox News and CNN because a lot of it on those sites particularly I think is just garbage. Um, but I try to look at different things that seem a little bit more reputable, like the Gateway Pundit and natural news maybe a little bit but more more gateway pundit but you know as we see things going on right now we see like i'm a fuel hauler as you all know and i see i'm the first one that kind of sees what's going on with the gas prices because i go to a lot of these stations when they're closed before a lot of you people wake up you know i'm usually on to my second or third load sometimes before people even wake up and get their day started i mean because i start so early in the morning and, you know, in a lot of areas here, at least in Michigan, I'm seeing, you know, when I saw it hit 389, I was like, man. And then it went up to, you know, four. I was down in Kalamazoo area and I saw 408 and I was like, holy cow. Then I come back up north and then I see 425. I'm like, well, boy, here we go. This is going to be fun. And I think it's just going to keep going up. I mean, I think they're reporting out in L.A. County. What? I think borderline seven dollars a gallon out there. And I think up in Oregon, if I heard correctly, they're I think they're pushing anywhere between five fifty and six bucks a gallon. And so you better believe that's that's another tax. You know what the reason is? Everyone says, oh, it's because of the Russia Ukraine thing. Well, is it? Do you really know that for sure? I mean, because seriously, unless you have absolutely definitive proof, do not believe what the news is telling you. Because if there's one thing that we should have learned during the whole COVID fiasco is that we can't believe what they say. And right now, they are just covering the airwaves right now with 24-7 coverage of Russia, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine. Don't get caught up in that because there's other stuff out there going on that they don't want you looking at. Well, they've got, you know, magic tricks going on in the right hand. They don't want you seeing what's going on behind them on the left, right? So be very cautious with that. Don't fall for what the mainstream news is telling you even alternative outlets out there you got to be very cautious because they're not telling the whole story and there's stuff happening out there that they don't want you to see but again with the his hardline quick look i just like to typically just go over uh kind of what the general public's looking at just because you know you still kind of got to keep a you know finger on the pulse of what others are looking at let's go over a couple of these headlines here i'm looking at the gateway pundit website um, let's see here. Update. Arizona Republicans look to repeal language and bill changing precinct committee men election rules. Well, I hate to say it. That's just a garbage headline because none of that matters. They're a de facto government. Um, moving on. Let's see. That's just noise. Let's see here. Kamala Harris. I'm not even going to go on that. She's just she's a twit. Um, let's see here. Information warfare. Russia information warfare is so advanced that even airplane contrails are fair game for misinformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. What else we have here? Just in Florida Department of Health to recommend against COVID vax for healthy children. Oh, a little bit of, you know, common sense finally. Um, but again, make no mistake. You got to wonder, you know, why all of a sudden now they're coming out with all this. Why? Because the you know, that report came out about the uh, about what, what's in these, what's, you know, what some of the adverse reactions in a shot. 
that they uh they they putting out here. So yeah, you just gotta you just gotta really just pay attention to this. Let's see what else is here. Breaking Russia offers terms to Ukraine for an end to hostilities. Okay, yeah, no. Let's see here. Well, Buddha Judge. Let's see what Buddha Judge is saying. Buddha Judge tells America. <laughs> Buddha judge tells Americans to buy electric vehicles to save money on gas. Average cost of an EV is over 55,000. Okay, yeah, 55,000. <laughs> okay, now that's a funny one. See, this is why I go over these headlines because sometimes they just make you laugh. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Buddha judge tells Americans to buy electric vehicles. Well, first off, again, he's a fake politician too. He he doesn't even belong there. That's just that's comical. He needs to go back to South Bend. I mean, that's where he belongs. He does not belong anywhere near any type of American government, de facto or de, de jure. <laughs> you know, this is the thing that cracks me up about people when they buy electric cars. And I got some people that I know that have electric cars and it's, they're cool. Listen, they're, I'll, be, I'll admit and I haul gas. All right. There's a guy that I that hauls gas um, at where I work at. He's got this little BMW. He lives way, way up north. He drives like an hour or yeah, about an hour and 10 minutes into work. And he's got this little BMW. I call it the Urkel car because it's so little and short, but you know, it saves him a ton of money on gas. So I get why he gets it, you know, but he also has two big pickup trucks too. So that's why he does it. But you know, he does it for that particular reason. But then you get these people that buy these electric cars like, oh yeah, you know, you're going to save gas and you're saving the earth. It's like, are you though? Think about it. Where's your electricity coming from? See, people think so one-dimensionally. And when I say people, I don't mean everybody. I'm talking about the general public that feeds into CNN, Fox News, OAN, you know, Newsmax, you know, Glenn Beck. You know, I'm talking about those people. And yes, I used to feed into that nonsense too. I am not exempt. I used to feed into all that noise. But these people that think they know it all, these green, oh yeah, you know, like, no. And I had this conversation with a few people who were electric car drivers. And one of them was a science teacher, is a science teacher. And he just wanted to continue like saying, well, you know, we need to lower our carbon emissions. We're at, I forgot what he said. We're at like 400 parts per million. And we need to lower our carbon emissions, you know, down to like 300, you know, to help save the earth. And I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're a science teacher. I remember from Science 101, like junior high, that the more carbon in the air, the better it is for plant growth, okay? There's a reason why phlebotomists and people who have greenhouses, they pump their greenhouses full of carbon and nitrogen, but a, a lot of carbon. Why? Why? If carbon is such a dangerous gas, why do people who have you know, large commercial greenhouses pump in carbon inside their greenhouses because the more carbon that's around their plants, the more lush and green they get. And guess what? The more lush and green they get. Oh, wait, that's right. They produce oxygen and people forget that people forget this basic science. That's like elementary science. I remember learning this when I was in science class in New Jersey and I was a little kid that didn't really pay attention much to school. I mean, it, it just it cracks me up. And these people want to say, and oh, but we need to lower our, our carbon emissions down to 300 parts per million. No, we do not. In fact, we need to go the other way. Why do you think, like my mother-in-law, she was trying to grow a garden last summer. And she was like, I, I don't know why 
it didn't do well. I'm like, well, I could tell you right now why. Because with all the spraying they're doing in the atmosphere, and that's another thing people want to talk about. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. They don't they don't spray the, the, the sky. Yes, they do. And they came out on congressional record. Not that I can really trust much of what DC is saying anymore really these days. But they did come out on record, and they did say and admit, yes, we are geoengineering. I mean, they flat out came out and admitted it. But yet that was touted as conspiracy theory. But hey, whatever, I digress. But at the end of the day, back to the whole carbon thing. You know, my mother-in-law, she was having a hard time trying to figure this out. I'm like, yeah, it's probably because of all the spring they're doing. You know, I mean, we didn't really get much rain. And I know like out west, out in Oregon, they had all those fires. And, you know, that's a whole different story in of itself. But, you know, there's this huge mega drought going on out west. And and now because of this whole war on gas, right, and shutting down pipelines and natural gas. What people don't understand is that everything that we use in our life is derived off of petroleum. From the little capsules that we take supplements, that's all petroleum-based. That holds all your little powder and all your nutrition and those little capsules to the dashboards in your car to tires that you know you roll on even if you have an electric vehicle right to even some of your clothes right some of your uh your belts and your you know these people you know they want to buy their coach and their gucci bags i hate to break it to you but a lot of what you use is derived from petroleum but yet everybody wants to like have this war on fuel and this war on carbon like oh we need to get rid of all of it no but you think for a minute you think and Actually, use the gray matter that's in that skull of yours or whatever's left of it. Hopefully the injection didn't eat it all up. But the thing of the matter is, is that carbon is the gas of life. Believe it or not, we need carbon. In fact, many, many, many centuries ago, in fact, I think our carbon, if I, if I recall correctly from true scientists, they say that it was like, I think 2000 parts per million. And yet we had the most lush green landscape around this earth and that was when carbon was like 2000 parts per million it's like what 400 or whatever 450 parts per million i don't even know what it is but it's way low we need to have it in the thousands minimum at least a thousand parts per million but anyway i digress but you know but it's just yeah booted judge you know and, and so i guess back to the whole electric car thing sorry i got down a little rabbit hole tangent here i mean everyone says well you know you're gonna save gas well no where where's your electric coming from because i i can promise you i've delivered diesel to power plants i mean full loads twelve thousand gallons worth of diesel to some of these power plants so they can get their coal like if they had to do some maintenance and they needed to like startup or something. I don't know what, what it is they do. I, I'm not in the electric business, but I've had to deliver huge trailers of diesel to get these some of these burners going, I guess. And, you know, and of course they're burning coal. So these people, you know, they people think that this electric's coming just straight from wind and, and, and hydro, you know, from from rivers. No, no, it's not. You know, so I always ask people, I'm like, where do you think that electricity comes from? It's coming from coal. And yeah, believe it or not, it's also coming probably from some natural gas to some degree, depending on where you're at and how the setup is. But this whole Buddha judge thing, you know, tell America, Americans to buy electric vehicles, what, $55,000 when with everything going up, this hyperinflation. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's another thing. This transitory inflation that we were supposed to have, right? And it was supposed to go away by winter or after winter. Well, we're getting close to after winter and uh, it's not going down in anytime soon as we can see from the gas prices. And that's another thing I kind of want to get to. The gas prices, right? That's just, again, a hidden tax on the middle class. Now, here's another thing that people are going to 
unfortunately fall very victim to because if we haven't learned anything from the 0809 debacle in the housing market and what happened there, right? Housing market, right? The, the prices of houses are going up exponentially. And if they're kind of coming down, they're like, I don't know where it's at. I quite frankly don't care because I plan on staying in this house. But people are going to fall in the trap of either selling their house. And I know one person that's thinking about selling their house and going to renting, which I think is crazy because it's like, good luck finding an apartment. Because last I heard, there's like a six-month waiting list. That's hearsay. I don't know first firsthand. But the big trap that I think a lot of people are going to get you know, snagged up in is HELOCs, you know, home equity line of credits, because they're thinking, you know, all these people are like, oh man, I got all this equity in my home. I am struggling right now to make money because everything is, you know, going up in price. And I got $180,000 in equity. I'll just take, you know, I'll just take a 20000 or a thirty dollars or $40,000 loan on my house. And, uh, you know, because I have all this equity anyway. So when I sell a house, I'll just, you know, it'll, 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 it'll all balance out. It's like, mm mm. Be careful because that's what happened with a lot of people in 0809 too. Um, it's a trap and they're trying to kill the middle, middle class. All right. These banksters, these little mafiosos that run the world banking system around the world, they're trying to collapse, not just the system, but they're also trying to take the middle class with them. So everybody hurts. Stay away from loans. There's a reason why in Proverbs it says the borrower is slave to the lender. Think about it. The borrower is slave to the lender. Yeah, you may have equity in your home, but remember, you're borrowing with from the bank still, and you're paying interest. Stay away from that because what happens is, and you're going to have these huge loans out from these home equity line of credits, and then everything crashes, right? And your value of your home goes down. Guess what? Now, now you're in a bind, right? Let's just say you lost all your equity. And now you have this loan, which was from your equity. Now, now, now what are you going to do? I mean, you got to watch these banks. These banks are not your friend. They are there to make money and they don't care how they get it. They don't care if they got to repo your house. They don't care about you. So you got to watch yourself. We're seeing a lot of hidden taxes here with all this inflation. We're seeing it at the grocery store with food. I mean, pork, I think we were talking, me and another guy, what, 28% increase. Um, beef, uh, you know, obviously we're seeing in the gas pumps, I'm seeing it in my utility bills, gas and electric. It's like, man, I mean, thankfully the Lord has blessed us with a good income and, um, blessed me with an able body to do what I do and allow my wife to be a stay at home mother. But man, I feel bad for a lot of people that make, you know, 40, 50, even 60, even if you're making $60,000 a year, you are probably struggling, struggling big time. You're on the struggle bus without a doubt. And I feel for those people because I used to be in that income bracket. I used to make 28, 29, 30,000. And, you know, and that was living in Florida. I didn't make a lot of money. Neither did my wife when we were living down there. I mean, you, <laughs> you know, that's, and, and now, I mean, if you're making 60 grand, it's like, it used to be considered a pretty good, healthy income. But now it's like, What's 60 grand get you? I mean, really, after they tax the hell out of you, and then they, you got more taxes at the pump, and then you're getting taxed secretly with inflammatory, you know, pricing at the grocery store, and then your utility bill, and, you know, and so on and so on and so on. 
And so anyway, I don't want to make this too long because, again, this is supposed to be a quick look. Um, I'm kind of happy I scrolled down to that Buddha Judge story because that that just cracks me up. You know, people like that, they just don't think um, they just don't think. Wait, hold on. I just got to go down to a couple more. I'm just curious to see, see Biden moles trip to Saudi Arabia to beg for more oil as he shuts down domestic drilling. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Like we used we we were exporting oil. And again, Biden, again, de facto, he's fraudulent. He, he has, I, I'm going to leave that one alone. He's just, he's, he, you know, there, there's a saying that I heard within the assemblies. If you accept the premise, then you lost the argument. I'm not even going to accept the premise that this Rick and, you know, dementia ridden, you know, fart here is president because again, he, he's not. So we're not even going to pay any attention to what he's even saying. But yeah, so that's a quick look on his hard line. Um, I hope you all have a good day. Um, hopefully you got as much entertainment out of this as I did with reading that one headline. And um, we'll be back tomorrow with a chapter a day Bible reading on 1% or less with him tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow, let's see, tomorrow's Tuesday, and we'll have a His Hardline discussion. And I think I'm going to be discussing a little bit about maritime law. I was discussing common law a, a couple weeks ago. We're going to kind of touch on maritime law and why that's kind of relevant with our everyday life right now. So uh, with that, I bid you adieu and have a wonderful evening.